Do you want to learn effective ways to build relationships, generate sales, and grow your business from successful entrepreneurs, startups, and CEOs without listening to a long, long, long interview? If so, you've come to the right place. Gresham Harkness values your time and is ready to share with you precisely the information you're in search of. This is the I Am CEO Podcast. Hello, hello, hello. This is Gresh from the I Am CEO Podcast, and I have a very special guest on the show today. I have Kim Bryden of Curate. Kim, it's awesome to have you on the show. Thanks so much. No problem. Super excited to have you on. And before we jumped in, I want to read a little bit more about Kim so you can hear about all the awesome things that she's doing. And as an accomplished strategic business development, marketing, and operations professional, Kim has focused her expertise on the food and beverage industry and supporting small business growth at large for more than a decade. Her management experience ranges from working in and alongside governmental agencies to increasing sales at top Fortune 200 retail management to deploying agile, innovative marketing and partnership strategies at food tech startups. Since founding Curate in 2014, Kim continues to build out this multi-sector public-private partnership approach. Whether it's working with the anchor institutions in Baltimore City on localizing procurement to reimagining retail experiences for corner store owners to grocery chains to developing educational entrepreneurship curriculum for economic development agencies, Curate takes a 360 degree approach and that growth mindset comes from Kim and her passion for learning. Kim, are you ready to speak to the IMCL community? Oh my gosh, I'm so ready. Thank you for having me. No problem. Super excited to have you on because you're doing so many different things and so many phenomenal things to impact, you know, some of these entrepreneurs and business owners. So before we jumped into hearing more about that, I wanted to rewind the clock a little bit. Could you take us through your CEO story? What led you to get started with your business? Oh, yeah. So I have been in this, this food industry for, like you mentioned, over a decade now, and it started in government, around licensing and regulations. And then I moved into grocery retail um, in a management capacity, thinking about how, how and why the reasons people buy and what changes consumer be- buying behavior. How do you create a business that is of and from the communities you're a part of? Then that experience just led me to really thinking about wh- how are people engaging with the things that they're buying and consuming, again, from a food perspective, not just in physical brick and mortar locations, but also online. Obviously with the advent of technology, social media, people are shopping more with their eyes online. And so that pushed me into the food tech world um, and really understanding how technology platforms have created efficiencies and also opened up a lot of opportunities for more people to be seen and heard with their businesses. Um, And over time, I just started thinking about more and more how uh, companies were being founded and funded and who had access to these amazing opportunities that um, our our new world has provided for us. And uh, I just hit a point in 2013, the last company I worked for, they had raised multi-million dollars in order to skyrocket their growth. And that was all around a perceived value of what this business could become. I think we've heard the traditional story of like the unicorn, if you will. (laughs) Um, And I just kept thinking, what, what is this perceived value? And 
It's a perceived value by whom and, and for whom. And a lot of times that value is put on a business based on a subset of investors. Um, mm -hmm. Or you might hear like, you're, you're optimizing your profits for your shareholders. And mm -hmm. I just kept thinking, oh, I want to be working with businesses that, I don't know, crazy idea, have a business model and care about stable cash flow. What? <laughs> you know, like, Who would have thought it? <laughs> and so I just feel so strongly that food is someone's heart on a plate or in a package and also provides such ample opportunities for economic development and growth um, to create more agency and purpose in one's life. And I, that's when I left that, that last role that I was in and started Curate because I just had this fire in my belly of how food could be this really strong economic engine and actually be again of and from you could create businesses that were of and from your community and that money could circulate back into the local community and local economy in which you are a part of nice i absolutely uh love that and, and love you know why you started everything and I, I appreciate you for for listening and paying attention to that fire in your belly and taking those steps in order to do that because i think so many times we forget like kind of the power we have and some of the decisions that we make. But I think you've taken it, uh, you know, lots of step forward uh, past that because not only do you recognize that, you recognize the power of food, as you said, but recognize and are able to kind of educate and empower those people that are starting these businesses and organizations and those companies with the tools and the know-how in order to execute on that. Exactly. We often say at Curate, you may make jam, but not know how to run a jam business. And you, mm. you come to us because so much about starting any venture is for sure you have your product or service that is your unique value proposition. It is your, your main crux of what you do, but there's all of these other aspects to running a business mm. that isn't actually about the product you're selling. Um, and so we really dive deep with the small businesses we work with on the supply side of, of the coin, um, like you said, it, it, creating this empowered food and beverage supply, what does it mean to actually meet this changing consumer demand and, and how do we do that? Nice. So, yeah, I absolutely love that. And, and it's so funny because I think the beginning of the book, one of the books I, I often reference is the E-Myth. And it talks about not pie, but I think it's not not jam. It was actually pie. <laughs> and um, how realizing that running a business is so much more than kind of that pie and, and how most people don't really understand all those aspects. So that's why I love, you know, your business and everything you're doing, because it takes that, you know, to an entirely different level. So um, I, I know you touched on it a little bit, and, and I did as well when I introduced you. Could you take us through a little bit more on how exactly you work with the clients you serve and how exactly that process goes? Definitely. So at Curate, we have these three core tenants, and they all work together and sort of funnel into one another. So on that building and empowered supply, um, that first vertical is called courses. And so we are hired by economic development departments or workforce development nonprofits, anyone who sees entrepreneurship as a means for job creation or overall economic growth to a city metro area. And so we run cohorts of entrepreneurs through our curriculum that we've created. And again, like we're talking about, the it's all, it's all about running the, the business side of a food business. Um, and we've seen over 150 businesses through our programs to date. So that's been pretty incredible. And over time, 
graduating different cohorts of businesses, we get a ton of inbound emails ranging from, you know, I'm in the farmer's market, what's next? Or maybe I'm in Whole Foods, like now what do I do? And so we started thinking about, okay, where are these larger areas of opportunity to shift the dollar back into these local small businesses that aren't maybe the traditional verticals you would think of. So a lot of times when people think about local food, you may think of farm to table in a restaurant or, or that grocery store. So we decided, okay, if we're not thinking about restaurants and we're not thinking about grocery, who else has a sizable amount of budget for food procurement? And so we started looking at food service in universities, hospitals, mm -hmm. pension centers, corporate cafeterias, this other supply chain that a lot of people maybe don't think about as often. Um, and so that led to this second vertical of our business, Connect. Uh, Curate Connect is our proprietary procurement platform where we become the local purchasing team at these larger anchor institution accounts. So they'll say anything to us from, we want more vegan products, you know, a very broad ask to something very specific, like we need kombucha. <laughs> and so we then act as that local purchasing team and bring those products into their operations to change up their product mix on their shelf and, and ultimately drive sales for everyone, right? Like this isn't, we're not a nonprofit, you know, this is a for-profit business and we're trying to make money for all stakeholders involved. So courses is again, building that empowered supply to meet this changing consumer demand that then happens with Connect. Um, and then the last piece of it is consulting. Uh, there are different entities who want us to help them reimagine their retail experiences and, and think about how I mean, shoot, we're living in these now times of COVID-19, right? And so there's a lot of change happening in how people spend their money and where and, and what the face of cities or even suburban or rural areas look like. And so we become a part of these different initiatives to reimagine, again, retail experiences and also like food systems at large and, and how can we think about it now going into this next 2020 decade and beyond. Awesome, awesome, awesome. So I wanted to switch gears a little bit and I wanted to ask you for what I call a CEO hack. So this could be like an Apple book or a habit that you have, but what's something that makes you more effective? Efficient? I don't know if it's a hack, but it is a thing that I have always done and will continue to do. And that is, I don't, I do not consume content that is just of my industry and I, think it's really important for everyone to be an expert generalist in a way and understand how like movements in blockchain or artificial intelligence or whatever you might think it's a completely disparate in disparate industry biodiversity um, but so much of our world obviously is very interconnected and so I I force myself to listen to podcasts, read news articles, find books that are outside of just me staying in food culture world. I wanted to ask you now for what I call a CEO nugget. So this could be a word of wisdom or piece of advice. It might be something you would tell yourself, you would tell a client, or even tell yourself if you were to hop into a time machine. 
I guess something past Kim did that is really beneficial for present Kim um, is that I think that this developing the skill of active listening cannot be underestimated. Um, and what I mean by that is oftentimes when you're in a networking event or on a panel discussion or on a podcast, right? Like there are so many spaces where you might be thinking about what you want to say next, as opposed to really hearing what the person's telling you. And this also applies to sales. I mean, mm -hmm. the amount of times I have people trying to sell me something, but they're not actually listening to the problem I have. And so you have to be able to know, yes, like what is the goal or objective you might be having in that situation, but you need to actively listen to what that person's problem actually is. Because at the end of the day, like, Business is about solving problems and having someone pay you for your solution. <laughs> but, but what if the problem they're having is like, they want to impress their boss, right? And that might, like, what does your product or service have to do to help them achieve their goal of wanting to impress their boss? But, but they're not going to flat out say that, you know what I mean? You need, to, you need to pick up on those cues in a conversation in order to really feel what is it that the that that person wants in their life like what do they define um success as and what motivates them i definitely appreciate that nugget and so now i wanted to ask you my absolute favorite question which is the definition of what it means to be a ceo and we're going to have different quote-unquote ceos on this show so kim what does being a ceo mean to you it means personally having more agency and ownership of my time and sometimes that that ideal can at, at, you know at times be in contrast with something like financial stability right like you're you're stepping into this one thing you value and it's possible that these other things are a little bit more askew um, but that is something that i personally value a lot um, but in the context of running an organization i feel so strongly that the ceos of now and in the future need to be developing businesses that are that are so values aligned awesome 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 well kim truly appreciate that perspective and appreciate your time even more what i wanted to do is pass you the mic so to speak just to see if there's anything additional you can let our readers and listeners know and of course how best they can get a hold of you and find out about all the awesome things that you're working on oh thanks so much and truly i am so eager to chat with anyone who's listening um, you can go to our website, which is curate.co. It's C-U-R-E-A-T-E.co. Um, that's also our Instagram handle, curate.co, C-U-R-E-A-T-E-C-O. Uh, and yeah, on the website, you can sign up for the tidbit newsletter that I referenced. Uh, it's also a podcast that you can find on iTunes and Spotify. Um, just different business lessons learned ranging from overall entrepreneurship top topics to very specific uh, food industry knowledge. So really eager to hear from you and uh, learn about your business endeavors. Awesome. 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 Thank you so much again, Kim. We will definitely have the links and the information in the show notes and I appreciate you arming us with the knowledge so that we can um, arm ourselves and see the change in our, in our community. So I definitely appreciate that message and all the awesome things you're doing. And I hope you have a great rest of the day. Thank you for listening to the I am CEO podcast powered by blue 16 media. Tune in next time and visit us at imceo.co. 
I Am CEO is not just a phrase, it's a community. Be sure to follow us on social media and subscribe to our podcast on iTunes, Google Play, and everywhere you listen to podcasts. Subscribe and leave us a five-star rating. Grab CEO Gear at www.ceogear.co. This has been the I Am CEO podcast with Gresham Harkless. Thank you for listening.